Hello and welcome to the Geeks Can't Podcast, the podcast that's filled with RPG jargon and <clears throat> just general tomfoolery. My name is Zach, I'm your host, and my co-host is Troy Sandlin. How are we doing, everybody? And then uh, we've got, I should have asked beforehand, uh, Riley, if this is the way that you pronounce it, but uh, shall, shall we call you Riley Coyote? First... or Coyote? It's Coyote, that's it. Coyote, all right, mm-hmm. perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, you have a zine that you are uh, accepting pre-orders for um, for mm-hmm. Zine Month already, and I'm really excited to chat about that. Um, can you give our audience uh, a little description of Riley and of your company, Afterthought Games? Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, you got it in one. Most people don't. It's Riley Coyote. Um, and I am kind of the project manager here for uh, Afterthought Committee. And we just uh, opened up Afterthought.games, which is our brand new website where we are essentially taking crowdfunding into our own hands. Um, I think you've probably heard many times now doing these interviews about uh, the news with Kickstarter. And mm-hmm. when we realized that uh, the zine quest would be shifted um, outside of our timeline and we just didn't want to deal with the fallout of, you know, having to scramble, um, we took things in our own hands. We are, you know, completely um, paid off already. Like everyone who's working on it, the authors, the mm-hmm. artists, um, everyone is already taken care of. So the book is being made. There's no risk in, you know, will they or won't they? Um, Mm -hmm. and a lot of what we've already put together, uh, behind the scenes looks really, really nice. I can't wait to share more, but, uh, but yeah, so we're opening up pre-orders and just this morning I sent out the word, um, that if you want to check it out, you can go to afterthought.games and we're all, we're all ready for you. We're about 25% funded as well to recoup our, our expenses. Very cool. Heck yeah. So, so that was going to be one of my first questions was, um, and we're getting we're getting a notice. Uh, Troy will get the pleasure of cutting this out, maybe. Uh, but we're getting a notice that uh, Riley, you're a little bit quiet, so I'll let you. Let me uh, move this down, and that should help. Oh yeah, that should be good. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, so sure. we're we're. I was going to ask. Uh, so you said uh, you know it's on your website, and you're taking pre-orders, and you've already paid for the thing, so it's definitely going to be made. So when you say you have a three thousand dollar goal, really that's communicating that that's at least a chunk of the expenses that you've incurred from this, and not necessarily Correct. that that y- y- if you don't, we're going to expect and hope and and believe that you're going to plow past that goal. But even if the worst thing so. happened and the world came to an end and you only had twenty seven hundred dollars, um the book would still get made. Is that the plan? Correct. Yeah. Cool. So um, the, like you said, the goal is just communicating um, exactly what our expenses are. Um, and that is to pay, you know, our artists, our authors, um, editor, everything as far as the print run, um, trying to calculate shipping ahead of time. So we've, we've done our best to estimate real time expenses all the way up to fulfillment. Um, and that's, that's what that $3,000 is going to cover. Right on. Awesome. So tell us about Flip Issue 1. What sort of a zine is this? So Flip was inspired by uh, a lot of my favorite records growing up um, where you'd have a studio put 
two bands together to try and release like a promotional EP or something. I have a couple of them behind me. One of my favorites is the Leftover Crack and Citizen Fish uh, split called Deadline. And the story behind that has always stuck with me ever since I heard it. Um, and when I was getting into thinking about what we would do for this year's zine quest, um, I was looking at the records that I had and a lot of the video games that I had and, and thinking about how they do interesting packaging formats with different covers on each side. And I took that further and thought, well, if we can have a different cover on either side, you know, showcasing two different artists work, why wouldn't we do the same with authors? And if we take that a step farther, what if we had a game on one side and then flip it over and you have an adventure for that game on the other, kind of self-contained? Um, and that that idea just kept extrapolating and extrapolating. And I, I realized that it was far too large for any one book. Um, and I decided to make it a series. So here we are now with the first in a series. And we've teamed up with uh, Kyle Tam, who's responsible for Urania Games. And they are extremely prolific. Uh, she's been releasing, I think, like three or four games in the past couple of months alone. Oh, wow. Uh, just, just incredible work. Um, and so I'm really excited to have her on. And she is writing a game called Forsaken, which is all about um, kind of an interpretation of those who walk away from Amelas, um, kind of inspiring the, the idea that what if those children who were um, kind of brought suffering in order to make a, a perfect world uh, had the power of hope and to uh, fight back against the darkness with uh, their stories and things like that. And, and the other side of that um, is not a game, but it's a setting guide called mm. Pyramid Scheme. And that kind of takes the opposite idea of what if, we were in some sort of dystopia that was so absurd and so extreme um, that it was purely comedic. And this is inspired a lot by like movies like Brazil or Playtime. I don't know if you've ever seen that old French film, um, mm -mm. but it imagines a world where, you know, bureaucracy is kind of taking control and, and we're seeing the effects of, of, you know, cryptocurrency advances and, and uh, stuff like that kind of alter our world. And so uh, Nora of monkey's paw games uh, is is trying to imagine what that would look like in a gameable way and how to make that fun to explore uh, you know in in whatever sort of bit of satire they can pull from it fascinating really cool so so this isn't uh, and and Zach, this is Zach coming into a blind a little bit. Um, I, I knew some, but um, so this is really going to be, this series is going to be written by different creators and really a wide range of different presentations. Like it's not like, mm -hmm. you know, you're getting a book that has, you know, two horror RPGs that are both for, you know, powered by the apocalypse in one, in one book. This, this could be, I mean, this, these two things sound on, almost opposite ends of the spectrum as far as as far as uh, right. what they're doing they both have they both have a, an underlying idea of uh you know there's more behind the scenes to what they're presenting than just a, a simple setting or a simple story like they've got things to say but mm -hmm. um is that kind of be what we can expect going forward is these like very different projects but all each one with something that they kind of want to get out there 
Yeah, they are going to be probably pretty different. The idea behind each issue is taking a shared theme and asking our authors to try to create something that's complementary in that shared theme. And so what they had come up with here was um, a, a cross between a utopian paradise and uh, a dystopian kind of world. Um, and so that's that's the flip side is like, what if this one world tackled what a utopia would look like? And what if this other world tackled what a dystopia would look like? Moving forward, um, the themes will be uh, kind of different for each author to share. Um, but what they come up with, I'm really excited to kind of give them that freedom. I'm not sure if they're going to come up with a game or an adventure, or if they decide to write an essay. Um, the idea is you have, you know, X amount of, of pages to fill and go crazy. So it's been really exciting to see, see these ideas develop behind the scenes. I mean, I, I, I could never have, you know, come up with something like this on my own as a directive. And I think that's really interesting when you bring so many different creative voices together to, to see how they bounce off of each other, as opposed to, you know, one person saying, this is the book we're going to write. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whose job is it to draw it all together? Because you got two completely different books and you, you mentioned like, hey, you got this many pages to fill. But at the end of the day, you know, a writer comes to you and, and you know, they have a thing and the other writer comes with a thing and they both, you know, need art. They both have to have a layout. And whose job is it to mash these things together? And what does that look like? So it is definitely a collaborative effort. Um, as the project manager, I am making sure that everyone is kind of on the same page as best as I can, but really what it takes is a a pure collaborative, you know, environment. We Mm -hmm. have been in contact with each other since the beginning, um, and developing the ideas back and forth together with full transparency. Everyone always has access to everything that we're working on so that we can kind of check in, um, and make sure that we're all, all kind of developing something that still fits the theme and is still complementary. Um, but when it comes to kind of like art direction, that's really going to be uh, AJ. And AJ is essentially responsible for all the interior design, um, all of the decisions that we're making with like color and and layout and um, kind of how things are formatted. Um, and they have really been like the, the, the kind of pillar of how to keep everything cohesive, if that makes sense. Um, I am only responsible for making sure the words are cohesive because <laughs> I don't really have a design mindset. I, I have aphantasia, so it's really hard for me to imagine like how something might be visually. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, AJ, AJ is a rock star in that department. And then um, for the covers, I wanted to make sure that we were having the same cover artist do both covers so that we can have kind of the antithesis of having two authors on one theme. Um, and that kind of keeps the the art direction on the, on the outside as cohesive as we can as well. So we have this really kind of grayscale dark world in forsaken. And then on the flip side of that, we have this kind of cartoonish, um, uh, more digital looking, more, more very colorful, uh, world in, in pyramid scheme. I adore that. Troy, you, We've had conversations in the past. Um, one of the things that 
I love looking for and um, really gets me going as far as a zine is concerned, really any RPG product, but zines especially is what are they doing? Like I'm, what are they doing that's different, especially from the product side of things? Like mm-hmm. just the simple aspect of flipping it and that it's two books in one is, isn't, you know, so complex that you can't, that someone can't understand it. And and I've seen a couple projects like that in the past. Um, but to me, just the cleverness of what it, I guess what it, it communicates to me is it, when a creator does that, it communicates that thought has gone into this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that is not to say that someone who produces a standard zine, you know, just kind of shooting down the middle of the line didn't put a lot of thought into that product. They almost certainly did. But uh, when there's something weird or clever out there, I think, you know, this is this is coming from a, I feel like this must be coming from a team that is having fun and, and is, is really thinking about the product that they're making as a, as a tangible aspect. Yeah. I mean, even as a consumer, I agree with you there 100%. Yeah. It's going to catch your eye. I mean, there's, as we've seen, you know, zine quest and, and grow over the past few years, there are a lot of options out there for those people that like zines. And it's easy to kind of overlook a true gem, you know, if you're just looking at all these options. And this gives you that, you know, if you happen to breeze by it too quickly, it'll be, wait a minute, what was that again? How does this work? <laughs> it's going to give you pause to to do the double take. Um, you know, back when I was a kid, they would do things like this all the time with comic books and stuff. And so Definitely. it was really... It was really kind of cool to, you know, get those books. And there's there's something neat about in almost, I'm not sure what word I want to use, but it's kind of like, you know, you're, you're looking at Forsaken and you're reading through that. And then not only are you flipping the book over to look at this completely different game on the other side, it's almost like you're flipping your own switch to get yourself in a different mindset to, to, you know, you went from a a dystopia into a utopia kind of thing. It gives you that that. reset. And and I really like looking at the, the picture of forsaken when, when, when you first see it and it's far away, it's like, well, that's kind of a neat picture. And then you realize there's no faces. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's haunting. It says something about what this is. It is and the, about the fact that they're children, and the children are the forsaken. And and the 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 write up that you have there is just it pulls you in, and it, it maybe it might not pull you into what to play one of those forsaken children, but you want to know that story. You mm-hmm. want to know. Where do they go? What do they do? Who are they fighting against? Do they win? What right. happens when they win? And then I, I love the that you pointed out the detail of the faces too, because what really strikes me as amazing in this cover is if you look very closely, each shadow that represents the hero that these children become matches their makeshift weaponry. So you see, you have a slingshot as a child grows up to become an archer. You have a trash can as a shield 
grows up to become a warrior. Yeah. You know, that, that, that subtle detail there really evokes, like you were saying, like, I want to know how they become heroes and I want to tell that story. Exactly. Exactly. Cause it's, it's, it's so much like, uh, you know, as a kid playing and you have the stick and that's your sword and, and exactly. Or, uh, I think Calvin and Hobbes, I think if I remember <laughs> correctly, they, they did it best, you know, it was, it was him down small, but then you got to see what spaceman Spiff looks <laughs> yeah. like, you know, and this yeah. is kind of that, that feel. It's exactly what we're going for. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you, you definitely nailed it. And then with, with, uh, the pyramid scheme, you just look at it and you go, what? <laughs> I, <laughs> like, did they really call it pyramid scheme? Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. You have to pick it up. Is I that mean, an, it's, it's a is purple that Atlas it's, shrugged with a monkey. No, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a purple gorilla holding an upside down pyramid. That looks like, looks like got tagged by several drunk graffiti artists. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you just have to, it makes you want to pick it up and go, I got to figure what, figure out what this is. So yeah, you're and it. Definitely with, you know, reading into what the, what the pyramid scheme is about that it's, it's just, the setting it, it's an absurdity mm-hmm. it's an absolute you Truly. know it's such a utopia it's not you know and that's what that cover is telling me it's like you think you know what you're looking at but you have no idea <laughs> <laughs> yeah well um we're coming to the end of our time here but i want to so i want to point people one more time to where they can uh find Flip volume one or issue one, and that's afterthought.games, um, along with all their, uh, with your other projects. I'm going to go ahead uh, and for our viewing audience, I'll go ahead and click on the, uh, the shop button here, just so you can see that you, they've got a couple other games, um, mm-hmm. Castaway and Zed and Two Knots that are also available. Um, is this, uh, you know, obviously you're, you, you're creating Afterthought Committee and Afterthought dot games and this is your first project to crowdfund on your own but um Mm -hmm. is your is your true hope that this becomes like the permanent residence for anything that you create is funded through here it is cool yeah so we're we're essentially launching as like a proof of concept um Mm -hmm. with with flip as the the what is the thing at the front of a ship called like the 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 ship head the bow or the or The, the, the the masthead the figurehead, the yeah, the figurehead, mass, figurehead, um, yeah. You know, as as the masthead of this project, um, and once this wraps and and is in fulfillment, uh, then this site becomes our new home base, um, and it's where we'll essentially be posting all of our updates, all of our new games, everything that we are working on. We're doing uh, two new card games in the next year. We're doing another old school essentials funnel. Well, two more old school essentials funnel. Um, we're doing another flip issue next year. It's, it's definitely going to be a space to watch. So if you're into this stuff, definitely, uh, hang out and and see where we go from here. Awesome. Outstanding. All right. So other than afterthought.games, where else would you like people to go if they want to follow you? Um, you can check my Twitter as well at King Coyote. Um, and if you are into Twitch streaming, which I hope you are, you're watching us on Twitch. <laughs> um, I also do like Dark Souls for the first time. I've never played that game before and I'm streaming that. 
And then we're running Bunkers and Badasses every Sunday, which is the Borderlands version of D&D. Um, mm-hmm. And then we're going to be doing Mouse Ritter after that, Troika after that, Ooh. a bunch of indie games coming up. Um, so that is going to be at twitch.tv slash afterthought games. Um, yeah, check it out. Hope well, to see you there. Very cool. Uh, our ears perked one of the one of the games that we obsessed over uh, at the end of the year last year uh, was Mouse Ritter. And yeah, so um, best, isn't it? Well, we haven't gotten an opportunity. Well, I say we haven't gotten the opportunity. There's so many games that the opportunities yeah. are are more limited in scope than the things that we yeah. want to play. But Mouse Ritters is it, it captures your imagination. It's so well presented. And I think all three of us uh, that, that do the podcast have a, a strong itch to check it out. Yeah. It's a beautiful yes. game. Yeah. So that's, that's going to be fun. That's our next, uh, that's our next actual play. So, so th- cool. is the idea on uh, afterthought games on Twitch really just to, obviously you'll play your own stuff, but just to kind of play a lot of the, 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 well say indie, but, but really just the smaller RPG stuff that's out there. Yeah, I mean, essentially, we just want to play lots of games. I bought mm-hmm. basically every zine last year, um, <laughs> and I've continued to buy uh, so many games. And, you know, when you break it down and look at your PDF folder, you realize <laughs> if I played a game a day, I still wouldn't get through all of them. Uh, so that's where that <laughs> came from. Um, <laughs> I, I was like, if I start a Twitch channel and hold myself to a schedule, I will play these games. And even if I'm not running or playing them, we open it up to basically the public. So anyone who wants to run a game, if they don't have a space to do that, if they need someone to admin and mod and make overlays and take care of all the behind the scenes stuff, and they just want to run or play a game, that's what we're doing. Um, And probably a lot more often other people's games than ours, uh, just because... You know, once you're once you're looking at Castaway for sixty days straight, you're like, oh, I don't know if I want to play that anymore. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, if somebody, so, so if somebody uses that and plays their own game or runs their own game with you with you all on the back end, does that mm-hmm. count against your tally of, of of playing through the games? Yeah, kind of. I would count, I'll, I'll count it. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was there for it, you know. Yeah, I was, I was, yeah, I was exactly. a part exactly. of the experience. I'm running soundboard and music and stuff. I feel like I'm, you know, helping out just as much. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. It's all yeah. part of it. That's right. The game was played, and it was played because of you. So it's got to count. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you were there. So yeah, yeah. Awesome. It's a vicarious thing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, hey, Riley, really appreciate you coming on. Um, we're gonna put yes. all the links down in the show notes on the podcast and all that. Um, but best of luck to you on Flip. Thank you so much. And uh, I'm just going to bookmark Afterthought Games and and keep checking in and seeing all what all you guys come up with. Sweet. Yeah, yes, thank indeed. you both so much for having me on. I really appreciate the opportunity. And uh, I'm excited to see all the rest of the creators come on. These right interviews on. have been great. Right on. Right on. Well, thank you. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode and you want to continue the conversation with us, go ahead and head on over to our Discord. There's a link in the show notes, and you can always shoot us a message on Facebook to get a link there as well. Uh, While you're at it, if you wouldn't mind, give us a like on Facebook, give us a subscription over here on your podcast feed, uh, give us a review and some stars while you're at it. That would be awesome. That's the way we get in front of more people. And if you want to watch a live show, we're live almost every Sunday and Tuesday on Twitch and YouTube, and you can find links to all of that right there in the Discord. We'll see you next time.